the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me. I was just having a conversation with the lovely Bonnie, and uh, we talked about this feeble fascist, this moron, some call president, calling Peter Ducey a son of a biatch last night. We talked about it last night, and uh, I, I, I understand a lot of people have talked about it today, but people seem shocked that Joe Biden's a piece of garbage. Joe Biden has been a sour fraud his entire life. This man's persona of what people think he is versus the gangster he is. I, I, I'm still shocked people don't know. He's nothing more than a liar, than an angry fraud of a human being. So when he calls a reporter a son of a biatch, that's just a little look under what he's really like. I mean, do you think that somebody who is willing to sell out his country Sell it out to foreign enemies is a good guy. You think he's like Uncle Joe. He takes the train. He's a nice guy. I mean, we know if you're listening to the show, you're not stupid enough to be a Democrat. But that's the beauty of Democrats. They have no idea. They have no idea what these people really are like. And then, as they have to live through their failures, live in the ghettos they create, in the corruption that they exist in, Somehow you're shocked by the fact that they're rotten human beings. You know, I was listening to a clip today. I wasn't going to play it. Do we have the Lightfoot clip? Listening to the Lori Lightfoot clip, right? Now, Lori Lightfoot is uh, fundraising. She's been fundraising. We had the developer in Winnetka, the corrupt scumbag, throw $5,000 a plate dinner for Lori Lightfoot in her Brooks Brothers costume. And then you see the people that are going to take her out. Let's go over it, shall we? I wasn't going to start like this, but what the hell? A new analysis of Mayor Lightfoot's political fundraising finds that she has been spending more money than she's been collecting. It may well, there's a trouble shot for, for the Democrats. With next winter's mayoral election now barely a year away. Our political editor, Mike Flannery, joins us now to tell us more. Hi, Mike. Hi, Corey and Dawn. Uh, the Chicago Tribune analysis found Mayor Lightfoot still has about a million and a half dollars cash on hand. Substantial but far short of the $10 million or more she would likely be expected to spend. By the way, I just want to give you a little, little light here. There is no hero in this story. Mike Flannery, with his penciled-in beard, this half-man that he is, has pretended to be an investigative reporter in the most corrupt city since he launched his pathetic Irish cover career, and he's enabled these Democrats' scum to destroy a once-great city. So I don't think he's doing you any favors. He's run, been running cover for this mafia for 30 years. And over the next 12 Fire months, it's one idiot. reason that potential challengers such as State Representative LaShawn Ford and more than a half dozen others are publicly weighing whether to launch their own campaigns for mayor. It's not a day that go by that um, I don't get emails, phone calls, or just people on the street saying you'll make a great mayor. Yeah. You'd make a great mayor, scumbag, riddled in banking fraud scandals and allegations. You had to plead out. Please. You know, I happened to meet this idiot about 10 years ago in a cigar store in River Forest, traveling with some big lumox. And he presented himself as just a, a real estate investor. This is before the scandal broke of how he was overestimating and fraudulently leveraging property, using his campaign funds 
to settle gambling debts and whatever the hell else goes on. And you listen to one by one as what's going to present itself as the rescue is going to be another gangster. These are not nice people. Democrat politicians aren't looking out for the best interest. They are the same kind of mafia members that are in every organized crime family. And when you walk out of the room, they'll do what Joe Biden does. Think no one's listening and call you a son of a biatch because they are, by definition, gangster scum, each and every one of them. So let's see who's going to save the city of Chicago, which kind of roaches are going to come out from the rug. Now, in addition to West Side State Representative Ford, among those reportedly considering launching campaigns, Arne Duncan there, the former uh, U.S. Education Secretary. Oh, this is the shorts, shirts and skin team with Barack Obama, Arne Duncan and his cabal of bathhouse degenerates, as they're going to present themselves to help you. Arnie Duncan did such a good job with CPS, he should be ashamed to rear his moronic face in the public eye. But in Chicago, he's a big deal, because he's been getting grants from the federal government to help after-school programs, or as they're known in the ghetto, gang recruitment centers. That's what he's been doing for the last decade. How you doing, Arnie, you moron? Cam Buckner, the House Chair of the Black Caucus, uh, Stacey Davis Gates, the Vice President of the Teachers Union, Democrat, uh, Democrat, Democrat, Willie Wilson. In contrast to previous mayors, Rahm now some a- of these guys, Willie Wilson and LaShawn Ford, I've heard them on the what is supposed to be the alternative to the Democrat mafia, the more right-leaning the more American-principled radio stations, and they come out and they're supposed to be the savior. Here's the skinny. If they're still identifying as a Democrat, they are not worthy. It's that simple. If they're still identifying as a Democrat, then they still have willfully supported the corrupt mafia that has destroyed the city of Chicago, the county of Cook, and the state of Illinois, along with so many other success stories in the Democrat mafia lineage. Well, and Richard M. Daley, who kept their political war chests stuffed with millions in cash, Lightfoot told the Tribune that fundraising during the pandemic would have sent the wrong message. Representative Ford said she still has time to turn her political fortune. Yeah, she's another beauty, Ford. Here's another thing. Which policy of, of Lori Lightfoot's do these Democrat roaches stand against? I mean, they're lockstep in the misappropriation of funds. They're lockstep in enriching the money bundlers that are loaning the city of money at three times the rate well-run cities are paying, and the people just keep paying it because that's inside baseball where they're all getting donated to keep continuing these policies that have financially crippled the city of Chicago, the county of Cook, and the state of Illinois. The worst when you funge out the debt versus uh, the liabilities versus assets. The worst. So the savior to Illinois, the savior to Cook County, the savior to the city of Chicago will not be a Democrat roach. And I don't care what tale they're spinning, if they promise to be a good guy, if they can almost finish a sentence, which LaShawn Ford and Willie Wilson cannot, or what the story is, they are in on the scam. They are gangsters with a different suit size than that little tiny real petite one you find in the kids store and also is pretending to be the mayor of Chicago. He's around in the next year, but he says she needs to change her political style, which he claims is often needlessly combative. So see, this is the big part. She's got no policy. They support every policy. She's got to come out and put lipstick on that pig a little better. She's got to be a little more appetizing, which Lori Lightfoot and appetizing have never been in the same sentence. She's got to just sell that swindle that has brought this city to its knees just a little better. But when it comes to policies, these Democrat scumbags are in on all the same stuff. So when you hear one tell you the truth, how they really think, what they really are, the kind who use their crackhead son as a front, as a bag man, and he slips and he says, That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son And the stupid son of a biatch is this idiot and the people that voted for him. These are the morons among us. Because what he will not address, what he does not understand is that since he usurped the most powerful office in the world, the world is in trouble. It's collapsing on all fronts. Whether you want to recognize the dictators that are taking over, whether you want to recognize the collapse of the world currency, 
of which this imbecile is supposed to be in charge, whether you want to recognize the shell game that is Jerome Powell and the Fed and their Ponzi scheme that came in again today, 16 trading days in the year, the largest correction in history, the history of the country is under the Biden regime. And now they just come in and they buy it all up again. Not to mention there was a reason that Peter Ducey asked this question. And the reason is even those morons who like to pretend they're Democrats are feeling the pinch. Uh, the latest Fox News polling shows that inflation is the top worry for Americans with 85 percent saying they're. See, now, for all of the people who know Democrats are related to Democrats, 85 percent means even Democrats. They don't like paying what's obvious political failure. Inflation is a reflection of political fl failure, along with monetary policy failure, of which we've had nothing but for the last 14, eh, let's say 12 years for sure. You could argue the last 24, if you want to see how they were hiding the problem with the economy as they were breaking off derivatives and making the people by mortgage frauds and lies, all of which the bank bundlers that put it together, not a one of them went to jail. So when they are asked about it and they lie, expect them to make fun of it. Expect them not to take it serious. Pippi lie stocking isn't there strictly because she likes the baby oil and the hair dye. She is there because she is the most appealing liar that they can come up with. Forgive me, it's sort of the elephant in the room. Um, many people in the country were talking about it last night this morning. Does the president regret saying what he said about Peter? Can you shed some light if you have, any, have had any conversation? When a Democrat is caught on a hot mic, they never regret what they said. They regret getting caught because that, like all scum, he, he regrets having a trail, having the hard drive of Hunter's laptop to prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that both the Ukraine and the Russians bought the Biden family ink. He regrets beyond the shadow of a doubt getting caught that Xi Jinping has given $31 million to the Biden crime family, Inc. He regrets being caught and having the mic on. He doesn't regret calling Peter Ducey a stupid son of a biatch. He regrets that he got caught. With him today about what happened last night? Well, I would say what's most important, and I, it's Peter sitting here, so this is kind of a funny thing, but uh, the, pre funny? the president... If you had any dignity, it wouldn't be funny. If you had any shame, it wouldn't be funny. But you don't, and you admit it to the world simply by saying you are a Democrat. That tells everybody what you are. You're either a gangster or a wannabe. Uh, but the president um, called Peter, uh, and I, he confirmed this, so this is only why I'm speaking to this. And if you have private conversations with the president, I will assure you I'm not going to convey that on your behalf. But Peter spoke to this. The president called him. Uh, he conveyed yeah. uh, to great him man that to it was nothing personal, dementia. man, and also acknowledged that all of you are going to ask him a range of questions. Uh, so I think that uh, speaks for itself. Uh, thank you, everyone. Hopefully I did that justice. Yeah, you did it justice because you're a liar and you tried to put lipstick on that pig. And I don't just mean in the morning. You do it every time you open your bazoo because reality is what you should be focusing on is the unmitigated failure that is the true Biden legacy. And I don't just mean the bribery and the payoffs and the sellout. Of America, which is what the Biden administration is. This morning, Iran-backed rebels again attacked Abu Dhabi. Last night, Chinese warplanes flew close to Taiwan. Right now, Russia threatening to invade Ukraine. Our rivals and enemies are squeezing America. They're challenging President Biden because they think he's weak. These are dangerous times. When the president seemed to okay a minor incursion into Ukraine, he looked weak. Jen Psaki had to walk it back, but the damage was done. The Iranians, or their proxies, have attacked America's embassy in Iraq and used drones and missiles to attack Abu Dhabi twice. No response that we know of from the administration. China repeatedly threatens Taiwan, a close American ally. Overseas, we're not doing well. However, with his back against the wall, pressed from all sides, the president appears to be getting tougher, at least with Russia. He's considering sending U.S. troops to Eastern Europe, not Ukraine, Eastern Europe, and extra ships and planes to NATO. See, that to me is not tougher. And that's the spin of the neocon frauds that own stock in Halliburton and other defense contractors. That's the spin you're going to start to hear. You've already started.
how you're supposed to support through patriotism this buffoon, this war profiteer, this outright fraud and liar sending our boys, and now unfortunately thanks to Democrats, girls, into harm's way. Well, I'm here to tell you that's wrong. And they bought this piece of garbage. Let them, let them now pay the cost. Let's not risk one life, not one life, to bail out Biden Democrat corruption. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM 560, The Answer. Heck. See, there is a fee for corruption, and the citizens have to pay it. That's just the way it is. Am I the only one that remembers when Joe Biden could form a sentence? When he was busy selling us out with his complete conscience, when he went to the Ukraine and held up a billion dollars in financial aid so they would remove the prosecutor that wanted to have his son's company investigated at pretending to be a natural gas company called Burisma. Am I the only one that remembers that? So the Ukraine is corrupted with the Bidens. It's a shame, just like it is a shame for the slaves in Chicago. To have to pay the costs of that political corruption. It's a shame for the people of Ukraine to have to pay the costs for their political corruption. But that's what the cost is. You're not worthy of one drop of American blood. Not worthy of one movement. Sorry, I know all the neocons. We should put troops on Poland. Maybe the people who tolerated the corruption by the Ukrainian government should have done something earlier. Just like we should. Just like we should. But to blindfold yourself with a flag and now put our boys, and thanks to Democrats, girls, in harm's way for this corrupt piece of garbage who's been bribed by Russians and the Ukrainians. I know you guys are busy at the FBI. You don't want to look at the hard drive. That proves it beyond the shadow of a doubt. Now let, them, let all the gangsters, let them all pay the cost. But not one innocent, innocent. Send Hunter Biden. What's he got, seven, eight kids? Send those kids over there. See how it goes. Send Bo's kids over there. See how it goes. Because you're the scum family that sold out this country and sold out Ukraine. And you don't have the wherewithal or the cheese to hold back the real gangster of the KGB. Rootin' tootin' Vladimir Putin. You're not going to scare him. And you're certainly not going to scare him. With your asexual little girls in your cabinet. Like, what's this dummy's name? Jonathan Finer? Ooh, he's a man's man. Maybe after his voice changes, he'll scare Putin. Why should Americans care about what's happening in Ukraine? Uh, because it, it goes to a very fundamental principle of, of all nations, which is that our borders uh, should be inviolate, that our sovereignty uh, should be respected. Uh, if Sell that somewhere else, child. You don't care about our own borders. You want to risk our, our boys and thanks to Democrats, girls, lives because of Ukrainian borders? Go, go have Hunter Biden negotiate it. After all, that crack-smoking freak was paid to do it. We mentioned that North Korea fired new missiles overnight. Obviously, what Vladimir Putin is doing is provocative. Why does it seem that these foreign leaders, in some cases rogue foreign leaders, are testing President Biden? You know, John, I know there's a lot of temptation to connect these issues because uh, these events are taking place simultaneously. Uh, the North Korea challenge has been with us for quite some time, uh, really going back years uh, no, and, and actually decades. The United States has been very clear that it considers North Korea's missile test to be provocative, to be a... Maybe, what was that? Did your voice just go up? Maybe when you get through puberty, you Marxist gangster child. Maybe when you people look like men and carry with you dignity and integrity. Maybe the real threat to America, the communists, the corrupt oligarchs, the fascists, the Marxists, like the ones in your party. Maybe they'll show you a little respect. In the meantime, you're not scaring anybody, child. And not one innocent American child should be risked for your corruption. Not one. And that's what the people get when they tolerate corruption that seems normal. We call them Democrats. 312 642 5,600. You like it? Now wear it after this. AM 560. The answer. Yeah, this is where uh, I take a little turn from the usual suspects. Now, 
You own this president, Ukraine. You own this president, Russia. You don't get to kill our boys. And thanks to Democrats now, girls. You don't get to do it. No. Let these scumbags deal with the corruption that the people tolerated. See, when the people voted for Joe Biden, you accepted that. You don't get to kill innocent people. Send all the Democrat kids. Have you learned your lesson with supporting this rah-rah war stuff with the Bushes? What good did any of it do in Iraq? What good? What good did it do? How many trillions of dollars? I mean, I understand Cheney's really made a score on that play. I understand there were other political scum that were bribed from defense contractors that made a fortune on that. I still don't know what the hell you did there. Looks to me like you made things worse. Looks to me like every time you do this, you make it worse. Now you want to send boys to Ukraine? Let the Ukraine handle it. I know it's not popular, and I love the Ukrainian people, but this is what happens when you tolerate corruption. That's why the city of Chicago, you can't give away the properties. Can't give them away. Why? They tolerate the corruption. Look, they got a problem with Lori Lightfoot. Who, who's going to replace her? Just a different gangster in a different costume, but the same corruption. That's the cost. Now I'll go to the lines. Carlos, Hoffman Estates. Hey, Shawnee. Yes, buddy. Listen, listen, I don't have a problem with what Biden said. I mean, people are human. They're going to make, make mistakes. But if you listen to it, he doesn't sound normal. He sounds lethargic. He sounds angry. He sounds frustrated. And, you know, frankly, I'm scared, man. Well, he's got dementia. He's sick. Aside yeah. from that, before he got sick, he was a piece of garbage. Before he got sick, he was a corrupt scumbag. For 50 years. We're just at yeah. the tail end of it. I almost preferred the Biden yeah, that could form a sentence. At least then he was really spewing the BS. But he was always a fraud. Do you remember when he got started, how many times he got caught plagiarizing different people? You remember how he lied yeah. when he ran in 1988? He lied about his, his college. He attacked the reporter. He had to withdraw. Because in 1988, you know what? The American people weren't at this caliber of, of, of moronic beliefs. His, his BS didn't sell in 88. They had to wait till the character of the nation was on its knees after surrendering their freedom like scared cowards and socialists and now demanding to be socialists. The timing was right for this piece of dung. Thank you very much, Carlos. I appreciate the call. And uh, you should have been scared the minute you saw he was going to usurp the office with 81 million votes based out of the cemetery and uh, illegal countries and the rest of it. Ballot harvesting, wonderful thing. George Monet. Hey, Sean, man, I'm a little confused. If they send 32 cops to arrest one geriatric, but they're going to send 8,500 troops to deal with 120,000? I mean, is that backwards or is it me? You know? And you know what? You're sending them. You're sending them to do what? To be an excuse. Yeah. To be an excuse. Cannon You're fodder, sending 8,500 to be fodder. To be an excuse yep. to send 50,000. To then pretend that we're not bankrupt and we have to add more money so that people stop looking at the fact, you know, you got 16 days. The market at lunchtime has been on its ass. And the only way it came up is if BlackRock comes in and spends, we don't know how much money, buying up indices, pretending to be strong. See, but this works, George. This works. Yep. After all, would the sewer of Chicago that once was a great city of Chicago? be run by Democrats for 100 years if deception, lies, and false emergencies didn't work? It works. The problem is, George, this time you're going to get innocent kids killed. You are. Exactly. And rooting to Putin. That's, and, it, it's a battle of the, the corrupt. Who bribed it, America enough? Putin didn't bribe him enough with the $3.5 from the Moscow mayor. He didn't bribe Hunter enough, but the Ukraine bribed him heavy. So look at, look at that's yeah. how we're going to pick the sides, because of the crime family, Inc., that pretends to be the president. Thank you very much, George. I appreciate it. It's going to be a long three years, this piece of... Hi, Teresa, Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. You know, other countries, uh, in my opinion, were afraid of President Trump. But, but, you know, with Biden, they know he's worthless, he's weak, he has dementia. And unfortunately, our troops are being sent out to put their lives on the line for absolutely nothing. Do you know, it's funny you say that, because... The one thing I absolutely loved about Trump was his foreign policy. I loved it. Yeah. And I loved the fact when he blew up Me the too. Iranian. He didn't risk one, one guy. They blew him up right. from Arizona. They hit him with a right. drone. He blew up one yep. guy. 
And see, here's the yep. other thing. The, the only fat person in North Korea who also happens to be the dictator, he knew that Trump would blow up his little house. He wouldn't send right. the troops and mount up. But the Democrat, never forget who Joe Biden is. 50 years of absolute right. wrong. Him and Charlie Wilson and the rest of it armed the Taliban. Then he gave them a country in Afghanistan. Now you're going to waste one honest man's life? No, no, no. Not honest men. You want to you want to send Democrats? Go right ahead. But you I'm should. With you. They, they need the draft, right? Did you get scared when just what a couple months ago they said, "Oh, and now the way." By the way, girls got to register for the draft. Oh, girls oh, got to register. Gosh. Why? Oh no. no because no, this no. is the only way you come out of financial bankruptcy. After all, this is the only plan they have. They can't earn their way out. They can't lie their way out. So they need the war. Right. And by the way, that's yeah. the only other way you can have the dollar is the world currency. Otherwise, why should it be? If you watch what these idiots are doing to the dollar, you watch what they're doing to our country and the quality of life in America. Why else would another country think the U.S. dollar is something that should be honored? It's been disgraced exactly. by the very American politician who's destroyed it, that we call them Democrats. Yep. Thank you, Teresa. Appreciate the call very Thanks. much. It's very important to understand these. And everybody's going to give you the talking point answers. Because second place, or as they're known, Republicans, have a lot at stake. They like it this way. After all, how many of them are invested in BlackRock? How many of them front run through their corrupt lobbying firms just the same way Nancy Pelosi does? Their purchases of stock, their option plays that traders on Wall Street for 20 years couldn't pull off. But they can pull it off. How many of them right now? I'm gonna, I don't know for sure. But I, I'm going to guess Halliburton went up today. Oh, I am. I'm going to guess all the defense contractor stocks. I'm going to guess all the pharmaceutical companies. I'm going to guess they went up in the market that's been collapsed on its knees for 16 days. See, because in a corrupt system, the only thing that really pays off is the corruption. And it will be protected. It will keep paying off. And you will keep getting excuses and excuses and excuses. And did you happen to hear the little child finer? talk about borders did you happen to hear about the borders how come they don't feel that way about our borders you mentioned that they're supposed to check in at a local ice office but we know that just between march and august which is a very small sample size dhs says more than forty-seven thousand of these migrants that were given notices to report did not show up so why let them into the u.s unsupervised in the first place well, again, we have a stringent uh, protocols and processes that we implement here uh, that yeah. include. They promise to vote Democrat. So here's what, we, what I want Vladimir Putin to do. Take off the camouflage. Get out of the tanks. Take your soldiers. Have them go to the Ukraine and promise to vote Democrat. This way, the Americans will support you, Rutin Tutin Putin. And then, and then don't forget, you should have a stream of fentanyl that your soldiers all deliver into the Ukraine to take it down from inside the way all our foreign adversaries operate. Just bribe the politicians. You don't have to be so upfront. You could do it the dirty way, the Democrat way. From the inside, the cancer eats the patient, just like it did here in America. 312-642-5600. I'll take all your calls when I get back. AM 560, The Answer. Now, if the Republicans want to get some respect back, they would impeach this piece of dung. Impeach him. See, because the world stage doesn't have any respect for Joe Biden. They bought him like a $2 whore in a $5 world. They own the Biden family. So he doesn't scare anybody. And his asexual cabinet doesn't scare anybody. And nobody gives a rip what he says. For the first time in American history, the president has no respect. Sorry, it's obvious. I mean, I hate to break it to all the... Uh, ex-stripper third trophy wives out there, but nobody thinks you're actually a lady and nobody thinks Joe Biden is actually a man or a president or has America's best interest in mind. He's been bought and sold by every third world dictator out there five times over. It's just a shame for the people trapped in these sewers of corruption, just like it is the kids on the South Side who are honest. In the meantime, they're being, they're being terrorized by the corruption. So let's take the El Rukins and we'll send them to the Ukraine. I'm all for that. That might straighten some things out. Nick on the northwest side. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I was going to say that uh, uh, my father's Ukrainian, or was, I mean, he's dead, and my mother's Polish from Western Ukraine. That's why I get such an interest in these things. And my father's always there for me. All he does is 
go on and on when I was a kid about Stalin and the famine as punishment uh-huh. for trying to be independent in uh, And now we got another period of uh, punishment for trying to be independent from Russia. Uh, no Ukrainian that I know of, and I, I've talked to people over the years who've traveled to Ukraine and back on business or whatever, and uh, nobody there, just like the Israelis, and, uh, don't want America to send troops to Israel to fight for them or alongside them. They'll fight themselves, and the same thing was happening in Ukraine. They've lost about 14,000 fighting uh, on the Eastern Front you know, yeah. against the Russians. All the Russians had to do with Putin is say, okay, our people are being oppressed, you're hurting our people, which is maybe true in a few cases, but overall it was just a story. As long as long as oh. Joe Biden, I think you're right, by the way, Nick, thank you very much. As long as Joe Biden is office, this country has no credibility. It's that simple. You have no credibility. Not just because he's he looks like a skeleton with skin on it. He's got that dead man hair hanging off his skull. Not just because of that, but because for 50 years he's been a whore. Everybody's been bought and sold this piece of garbage for 50 years. Ukraine, who bribed them more? That's the only question you have to ask. And there's not going to be a question from a reporter who's really a propagandist to ask that. Diane Frankfurt. Hey, Sean. Love your show. I was wondering if um, we take back the House and Senate in 2022 and, you know, they want to impeach him. Can you impeach a president during if they start a war? Absolutely. You can impeach a president for any time, especially one that isn't capable to hold office. And you don't have to have the majority to impeach him. You have to have the majority to win. But you have to think about what's best for the country. It's the fight you put up. You're not going to win every fight. You're not going to win it. But you put it up, and you put it up with honesty and integrity. And you let the chips fall where they may. But this whole strategy of appeasement and this cooperating with, with wrong answers and corruption and this compromising with scum, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It leads to failure and bankruptcy. And on principle of what Americanism stands for, the Republicans should have been impeaching him for the last nine months. And they should definitely be impeaching him now as he stands on the precipice of war, of calamity, of financial disaster. He's incapable. And I'm not going to wait three years quietly. I'm going to come out here every day and tell them to impeach him for a multitude of reasons. Not because of a phone call. You impeach Trump for a phone call. Phone call. Now impeach this guy for bringing us to the brink of bankruptcy and the brink of World War III, of which we cannot win, by the way, because it will not be in the Ukraine. It will be a multi-front war because Xi Jinping is going to attack Taiwan simultaneously because they are collaborating, just like they're collaborating with Iran. And before you know it, the world will be off the dollar. And at that time, Diane... I don't have wheelbarrows full of money to buy bread. I've been working my whole life, and I can't afford hyperinflation at, like, the Weimar Republic. And there's about 98% of us that can't. Thank you, Diane. I appreciate it. Todd, Libertyville. Sean, I want to get this. Uh, I want to get your opinion on this. I, I'm with you. I'm not a fan of going into Ukraine. I don't even think there's a – there are consequences in terms of a security to our country. But I do want to ask you this. Taiwan – which I believe produces over 60% of the chips made around the world. What does that do? <clears throat> what does that pose as a threat to our security if China takes that country? It's a huge threat, just like it was a huge threat when China took over Hong Kong. Just like it was a huge threat when Apple and the nerd from Microsoft sold out to China. Just like it's a huge threat when the NBA sells out to China and the NFL. It's a huge threat. I am all for a policy of free capitalism. We don't have that. We've got bastardized corporatism. So this is just the so culmination should... of decades of corruption. This, we're just living so Sean, in it real time, Todd. If that happens, you know what my first Build Back Better bill is? We start building chips in this country, yeah. and we start taking our pharmaceuticals and our medicines, and we start making them in this country because I, that's I where I think operation. we're in trouble. I love your optimism. But if that happens, did you ever see the movie The Road? That's what it'll really look like. I'm telling you right now, the American people are spoiled and ignorant. If the world gets off, just gets off our dollar, our lives change overnight. And there's not a one of us that has an idea, not even me. As bad as I think it'll be, it'll be worse. 
And the reality is that's where we're headed. And we have Democrats and all Biden voters to thank for it. Everyone knew what Joe Biden was. No one wanted Any, to think about it. Thank you. I went long, Todd. Don't be mad at me. Three, one, uh, actually, I have a guest. I have Gary Raybine when I come back. But here's the good news. We're going to get preempted by men in costumes chasing balls again. But I'm going to be streaming, and we're going to be live, and I'm going to take all your calls after that. So stick with me. we still got another great hour. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. When history does the autopsy of the collapse of the American greatness, American empire, it will boil down to the year 2020. Because it was within that year that you, for the first time, an American learned you don't really own your business when a governor can shut you down, when a mayor could shut you down, when a political whore or pimp could shut you down. You also learned you really don't own the property of your own body when a government official can mandate you put an experiment into your arm. The backdoor nationalization of business was unfortunately done with the cooperation of Republicans. It's going to take more than just simply Republicans to fix it. It's going to take men who understand Americanism. I've made my pick for the only governor that can save Illinois, and I don't give a rip who likes it and who doesn't. I pick Gary Rabine because he is not a political whore or pimp. He is a businessman who built businesses because he understands how to recognize what works and what doesn't work. And Gary Rabine would never look at a human being and say, you have to do this. You have to put this in your body. That's why he's my pick. Gary Rabine, how are you? Hey, Sean, I'm doing great. How are you today? Very good, very good. So I uh, understand you have been working in conjunction. You still are under the impression you can reason with the union mafia boss who pretends to be the, uh, what is he, the Department of Labor Secretary, and he's another one of these morphodites in the Biden administration, along with the Biden cabinet, and you issued a letter. I'd like you to tell the people of Illinois about the letter. You know, that letter was a was a warning, basically, right? It basically described what we had done, how we won that, that Supreme Court victory, right? We knew that they were taking it back to the Sixth Circuit Court, and we warned them that, hey, we, we knew that they were conniving and trying to figure out another way to come at it. Um, we warned them on, on what would happen and why they would lose if they did. And today, Sean, I don't know if you know, they lifted that, they, or they, yep. they, they gave up on it. How beautiful is that? Yeah. They, well, and here's the funny thing. I, I, I turned on all of the news outlets, and the first thing, the propagandist on Drudge Report, Biden withdraws big business vax mandate. Well, he didn't have to withdraw it. The Supreme Court said it's no good. At that moment, you could take your mandate, crinkle it up, and shove it where Pete Buttigieg is going to look for it. It doesn't matter to me. And here, in the meantime, we have this kabuki theater where, okay, we kind of are going to side with the Supreme Court and we're going to lift it, when the reality is it was unjust from the moment it was really suggested. And the fact that we had to take it to the Supreme Court, I find offensive. And then when the Supreme Court ruled against it, it took two weeks for them to say, now you don't have to do it. So at that point, I think it's time that we stop pretending we can get along with tyrants and fascists and Democrats in general. I really do. And I think the only answer is, is to throw each and every one of them on their ass out of office. And that's the only way you're going to save anything. We're, we're seeing the dominoes fall, and, and that's what's fun, Sean, is, you know, right after we got that decision, our, our, uh, d- our failed governor, J.B. Pritzker, lifted his, you know. He, he had a 100-person mandate that he put on while that, while that was going on. While our hearing was going on, he committed to Biden to make, make that a state law in Illinois. Well, one, after we won that, he, he, he shut his down, which is awesome, because that was the first, first domino to fall for, for us in Illinois. But then since then, as you've seen, GE mandate gone starbucks mandate gone right we're seeing we're seeing many many companies even left-wing companies like starbucks dropping this mandate so so we're seeing amazing things go on i'm excited as can be to 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 see these these freedom-loving truckers this convoy all over canada right now right all this stuff is going on because people understand that 
tyranny doesn't sleep, and we need to stand up for freedom. No, it doesn't sleep. But the other thing that doesn't sleep is corruption. Um, it's amazed me that the, the, the Illinoisan, I understand the Chicago, and I, I actually don't even think they're people anymore. I think they're just corrupt scourge. And when you put a guy like Pritzker in, who's done nothing, his entire life handed to him because his mother knew who to give a lap dance to, and the fact of the matter is he's never had to succeed at anything, he hit the loin lottery. And here we are as he's destroyed countless restaurants, countless taverns, countless independent entrepreneurs and small business throughout Illinois, where the only way of real survival is to run from it, or if you have to, enough money to throw down the dark hole of hopefulness, to fund your failing businesses. Now, here's what I want to ask you. Why is it that you think that a, that a political family, a family that has collaborated with the most corrupt political mafia in existence, the Madigan Democrats, has not been indicted themselves. Are you curious to know what is going on with the indictment of Mike Madigan and Ed Burke, of which, in my opinion, the Pritzker name is synonymous? Why are we not going to trial on these indictments? And why is the company that bribed the Illinois Democrat mafia now in a stronger position than before the indictments? And as governor, will you fight to remove the chokehold ComEd and parent company Exelon has on extorting the Illinois citizen? We would we'd absolutely go after every bit of, of, of corruption we can, we can find in the state of Illinois, and there's a lot of it out there, right? I mean, I, I look at these indictments, the, the, the indictment of Madigan and, 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 the, and the stagnation of this right now. Um, as you may know, when, when, when Biden won the, the election, a lot, a lot of things, I think, got let go. Well, he stuck uh, Merritt. Our, our, he stuck. He Lindo. stuck Ferret Face Merrick Garland in charge, and they're going to put it on the yeah. back burner so that the tiny little Mike Madigan can take his Lori Lightfoot sized suits and go over to his castle in Ireland, and the pretend gangster can still go to the Viagra Triangle and pretend to be a man with his gold red Rolex on. Ed Burke, well, we, his wife, who's Supreme Court justice, pretends those are his nieces. He's parading around. So I think it's all very disgusting, and I don't think it's going to change unless the federal government has has a sense of honesty and indicts this fraud family that has been interwoven with Democrat mafia since Abe Pritzker started hiding Al Capone's money. It, it's sickening until we get people like Pritzker and Biden out of office. I'm, I, I don't see any of that happening. I really don't. Well, uh, it, you know, I, I, I've got and you're going to have to look at me on the video with the suntan, brother, because people like me aren't going to tolerate it. I'm not going to tolerate it. I will not have my family tolerate it. I'm bribing kids to stay out of there. And the reality is I have no business interests anymore. I think it's, it's just that bad. And I, the only way I'm even going to visit those properties is if you win. So I want to know what it looks like. Tell me a little optimism here about the rebind campaign. When I, when I win, number one, I got an LG right now, Lieutenant Governor we picked, Aaron Delmar. I want you to meet this, this gentleman. He's a character. He's a small business builder. He's been politically active for the last 12, 15 years, and uh, he gets Cook County politics, and he can't stand it. He's also been a cage fighter. He was an uh, Olympian in, in judo and a cage fighter. So this is the guy perfect for me to send to the floor to deal with some of these, these, these uh, corrupt politicians. These, Wonderful. These bought politicians. And, so, and, he, and he gets it. The, the guy, he's smart as can be. He gets, he gets politics in Illinois and Chicago politics inside and out. And it's going to be fun to have him next to me, somebody with, with toughness and grit that I have, that I've been brought that I've been brought up with. He has been too. So it's going to be fun. But here, when when I when I win and we go after taxes, you're going to want to come back because we we've seen this happen before. Stupid states have raised their taxes so high that people leave, and then they get smart, and then they lower their taxes. Specifically in our state, property taxes. When I lower property tax to be competitive with the rest of the country, when we do, the team that I have does that. You're going to be wanting to come back because your pro any property values in Illinois are going to go through the roof over the course of time. Now that doesn't that doesn't mean we don't have a ton of work to do when it comes to the regulatory environment. We've got the worst, as you know, the worst regulatory environment in the country, the most the most uh, de depressive to, to business in the country. And if we don't stop that, we're, you know, business is going to is going to come here, grow here, and 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 uh, and be 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 successful here, right? So. Those two things right there, we do those well, and you're going to say, okay, okay I guess it's right. time to come back to Illinois. At least invest in Illinois, buy some property, and maybe start a business again, Sean. I love it because I'm not happy about the decision I had to make. I'm not happy about it. I'm really not. You know, people say, oh, you got the excuse and this. No, no, no. It's a lot of turmoil. 
it's a lot of expense and it's leaving your heritage it's leaving your lineage and it's uh it's a hard thing to do that being said once you do it and you realize there are honest states where the kind of corruption we tolerate uh is frowned upon and made fun of it kind of factors in that those are the states without the financial calamity there is an article from two years ago two years ago that said, Illinois, when you fund out the liabilities versus the asset, is the worst damn state in the country. Yet for some reason, it has those same Democrat money bummers who like to give bodies that can tax and never default loans at five times the interest rate that good run states pay. And the Democrat citizen is too stupid to figure out where the scam is. So when you win, if you win, Will you, in fact, renegotiate those fraudulent loans that were given to states and given to municipalities that always have the power of taxation and therefore should never pay three times the borrowing cost? Yet they do it because those people who make all that money, they give money to the Democrats to make sure that corruption stays in place. Will you, in fact, expose that and break it? So first of all, none of this if stuff, okay? It's when I win. when When I win, what you said is true, okay? We've got... About 500 billion, 500 billion of unfunded pension debt right now, and we're paying at least double the interest rate of the average state in the country. So double. So guess guess what? If it's five percent interest, and we're finding out it's about a little over five. If it's five percent interest on 500 billion, that's 25 billion in, in just in interest. And guess what? You can you can look at our books. We're only paying like 11 billion of that. So 14 billion of that gets kicked down the kick kick can down the road, right? We're kicking 14 billion down the road. For, our, for, for the next generation, future yeah. generations, right? That doesn't work so well. But guess what? If we, re, if we restructured our debt to where it was, it was sustainable, we could get those low interest rates. We could save 50, you know, 12, $15 billion in interest if we restructured that debt the way it should be. So the problem is it's, the way we have it now, it's not sustainable, so you're not going to get a good interest rate. Should politicians in Illinois also be able to be lobbyists? This is something I find disgusting, but it does explain why so many lawyers are Democrats in Winnetka. Should they, in fact, be able to be politicians and partners in law firms that are lobbying to the very state to pay those money bundlers in Winnetka that throw the $5,000 plate dinners for Lori Lightfoot and her, her very handsome wife? Should that be tolerated, or should day one you should sign an executive order that makes it illegal for politicians to be lobbyists? 100%. If you look at smart states, okay, smart states have two to five year cooling off periods from a, from a politician to, to be a to lobbyist. Over that cooling off period, guess what? They, they're not as connected to all the, the, their, their brothers and sister politicians in Springfield. It, it, they, they don't go, they're not as apt to go in, into being lobbyists. They got to go find a real job, right? In, yeah. in Illinois, they can go from being a politician the next day into being a lobbyist. How crazy and stupid is that? But that's Illinois politics right now. I'll tell you another thing. I agree one hundred percent. We got to go after it. Another thing that irritates the hell out of me: the family that is the poster child for C-section, the Durkin, the Meathead family. They got the brother that's the head of the Republican Party. The other Meatheads are all lobbyists. These are supposed to be the good guys. Should that nonsense be tolerated? Not to mention how many other high-ranking Republicans have have gaming rooms in their wife's name or pot dispensary in their moron cork on the fork son's name and nephew's name. I mean, how much of this can 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 we clean the house? of the corrupt Illinois feckless Republican Party, and then possibly take on the Democrats? Wouldn't that give us some credibility? And is that something you'll take on right away? So there's politicians, as, the, as that gentleman you just mentioned, all right, that, that uh, will, will be the ones supporting politi- politicians that, are, that want to be career politicians for governor. So I'm oh, just, I, I haven't checked yet, but I'm, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't checked yet, but I'm, I'm guessing like that career politician you're talking about might have supported the Democrat running in the Republican Party. I'm, I'm just guessing now. Don't know this for a fact, okay? But I'm, I'm thinking it might be the case. <laughs> it's so sickening, Gary. And that's why I'm so pessimistic. Because I understand how much money is in second place. And I understand the scoundrels that are interested in keeping that game running. And I'm, I, I, I want you to win, brother. Because, you know, I, since I met you, I just like you. I don't know what it is. I liked you right away because you carry that honesty and you wear it like a badge. And I don't want to see it go away, and I don't want to see you get corrupted, and I don't want to see you waste your money. So at least put a spread on. Let me sell you a nice place over here. You come here on retreat. Think about it. Kick it around. And tell your lieutenant governor, I'm excited that he joined the team, and he better be as honest as you say he is because cage fighter or not, I love arguing with guys who aren't. All right? I- 
You got it, brother. You're going to like him. Hey, thanks a lot. RayBindForGovernor.com. We, we need more people on our team to win this thing. I'm looking forward to meeting him, and I look forward to you coming down here. And I look forward to being able to go back home with a little, little dignity because when you tell somebody you're from Chicago, Illinois, it's embarrassing with what that state has become, with what the Democrat scourge and the Republican complacency has allowed to happen to a once great energy, oil, coal-producing state to bring it to its knees where it's bankrupt. I cannot tolerate it anymore. So I'm I'm very hopeful, and I want the people to go to RayBineForGovernor.com. Thank you, Gary. We're coming back. Thank you, Sean. I love it. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, The Answer. little 60s. Ah, a lot more relaxing time. And that's when lobbying wasn't the reason the country was imploding. I believe it is now. So does John in Tinley Park. Hi, John. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Sean. Uh, I, I know this might sound a little silly or idealistic, but, uh, you know, voting kind of was designed for the people to represent the people. You got these, you know, grubby lobbyists coming in, imposing their will and everything. Why don't they just outlaw lobbying altogether on every plane and every form that could possibly be controlled? Just cut it out like a cancer. Now, John, I'm, I'm, of- I'm, I'm going to simplify something, but I want you to kind of have an understanding of why the answer to your question. Okay. An honest man, an honest man, to acquire a worth of $10 million under our current tax system, if he were just to make it, pay taxes, and have it in the bank would have to make $27 million, an honest man. A politician can create a scheme in which they have a non-taxable entity called a war chest or a campaign or a PAC. It can can bastardize business and political power so that businesses must bribe them or campaign contribute to them in order to have favoritism and laws and special dispensation. Those are the people who set the laws. So the reason, the answer to your question is because the people who make the rules created a carve-out that makes them very rich. It is why the average wealth in Congress is what? Quintuple the average wealth of a, of a businessman? It is why we have Nancy Pelosi and her husband that if you, if you argue with the net worth is $190 million, if you argue with it. If you don't, it's $500 million because lobbying has enabled her to front-run the bastardization and misappropriation of funds in conjunction with corrupt companies to give her stock options and, and IPOs to make her worth one of the richest people, if not the richest person in Congress. So you're asking, who's going to – you know, do you even know a pickpocket that cuts his hand off because he wants to stop? Nope. Okay, so in there lies the problem. And this is the other thing, John, I want to talk about. It's why I never fully jumped on the Trump train. Did you know that? Because no. Roger Stone and Paul Manafort, along with a guy named Black, it was called Manafort, Stone, and Black. They were the original torturers lobby in the early 70s. And they're the ones that introduced foreign lobbying. And take a look at the torturers lobby and understand that it really was started because it was the Republicans that figured out how to carve in foreign adversaries and buying American politicians. And the reason that it's not capitalism, brother. See that that's what the that's what the communist does and the Marxist. That's corporatism. That's the bastardization oh. of law. And that I'm against that as much as a communist, as much as a Marxist. But see, Change because that's because code. here's the other thing, John. <laughs> we call it capitalism, and that's wrong. It's propertyism. The guy who called it capitalism was the guy who wanted to destroy propertyism, Karl Marx, and we use that verbiage, but. After all, we're calling corrupt fascists, Marxists, and gangsters. We're calling them liberal. So look at how stupid. Look at how I'll stupid we are. Change my rhetoric. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I love the Thanks, call. Sean. I love you, you listening. Well. I appreciate it. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. I'll take the rest of your calls when I get back. Wipe out the board. Let's start all over after this. AM five sixty. The answer. Judge Grant, stay in New York mask mandate case. This is a, a Republican, this dimwit, who took over for Nipples Gambino Cuomo. She's a real peach. And the judge is a Democrat and a Democrat and a Democrat and a Democrat. And that's what you get when you have Democrats. You also get 
the kind of political corruption and corporatism that I was speaking of earlier. You know, Facebook is an interesting, interesting thing. I do not partake. In fact, I just had a dear friend of mine send me some something that was on Facebook. And I don't go on it. I don't go on it. That's my answer to it. But I always recognize what it really represents. $410 million just to Democrats in the last two months in 2020, along with the misinformation and the redaction of pertinent information to the crime family Biden. That's what Facebook is. Facebook didn't miss a beat. They picked their team, and they were smart in the game of corruption. After all, if you have a team to pick, you pick a Democrat. Look what they've done everywhere they rule. I mean, aside from destroying it, they completely bastardize the the climate and enrich those people on the inside. That's why those same scoundrels keep getting the ridiculous contracts and the game goes on. So Facebook picked wise if they want to be gangsters, and they do. And now they have a very important position in the Democrat mafia. They are the propagandists of the Fourth Reich. They are the enforcers. They are the ones who get to edit, censor, redact information that exposes the Marxist mafia. So when they tell you that they're building a computer for the metaverse, it has nothing to do with a game you should keep your kids away from if you have any respect for them or want them to have a life of quality versus living in a virtual world. What it is and what it will be used for is censorship. What it is and what it will be used for is intimidation and extortion. So Metaverse is building what they call a supercomputer. And I want you to hear about it. We are building and designing the AI research supercluster. RSC is an AI supercomputer that we believe will be the world's largest. I think I'd feel better about this if these sexually frustrated dweebs at least sounded like men rather than transgendering baristas, which is what they all sound like to me. And fastest when fully built out. So in early 2020, we started with a clean slate to design a supercomputer that we envision to be the largest in the world. It will also meet the security requirements of our- I'm guessing his wife is really one of those body my pillows. This, this poor fellow's never been with a live breathing girl. But he, he does have a pillow with some lipstick on it. Production systems and will provide the flexibility and developer experience that researchers need. We believe a project of this complexity has never been attempted in the high-performance computing community. One does not simply buy and power on a supercomputer. RSC was designed and executed under extremely compressed timelines without the benefit of a traditional product release cycle. Additionally, the pandemic and a major industry chip supply shortage hit at precisely the wrong moment in time. These are three different fellas, even though something tells me they all share the same bedroom. We had to fully utilize all of our collective skills and experiences to solve these difficult constraints. Fundamentally, we leveraged the best that everyone had to offer across people, technology, and partnerships to deliver and light up the ultimate in high-performance computing. There are so many rewarding features of this project. My favorite part by far was when we rolled in the first rack. It was a breath of fresh air. It, it made... I think this is a girl. Not totally sure. This project feel real um, because we've just been sitting at home and planning and executing from our home. One thing's for sure. This is the only one that ever saw a girl naked. ...space to actually come to the site and see a rack rolling from the truck right into its final position was a really exciting moment, not only for me, but for all the cross-functional teams. I think what I'm most proud of is doing this with the team completely remotely. I mean, it is, it is insane that you can do this without ever meeting anybody, like the level of complexity. With phase one, we're already one of the largest and most performant supercomputers out there. By July uh, timeframe, we plan to triple this data center uh, in capacity and be up to 16,000 GPUs. The fact that we're building this larger scale of a GPU cluster and turning it over to researchers who can use actual data on it is something I think... What this is for is to keep out people like you and me that advocate for freedom, advocate for liberty, want to speak truth to power, want to get the property rights over our body, talk about the ridiculousness of mandates the failures of the pretend vaccine, 
speak of the corruption in Build Back Better and the phony Green New scam. Point out the corruption in Biden Crime Family, Inc. by merely, merely revealing what was on the hard drive of Hunter Biden's laptop. Want to impeach a corrupt dementia patient pretending to be the president? This is to forever censor a rejection of the collectivist, fascist, Marxist mafia that is referring to themselves as Democrats. This will be a tool that uses face recognition, that uses uh, algorithms to protect the Fourth Reich from a pushback from we the people. And it will devolve into when you're complaining about inflation, it will redact, contradict the truth so that people accept the Marxist mafia. This is what it is. It has nothing to do with Facebook. I still say we should have opened up a competitor named Asshat, although we would have attracted a lot of Democrats under the guys Hassat, Asshat.com. They would have all came. You could, have, you could have really forever changed the world. In the meantime, we're stuck with the metaverse. And this is the main reason. It's not a popular opinion. It's one that everybody says and nobody does. Get off of it. Get off of it. Because what you're going to say on it is only going to get to the World Wide Web if their new AI propaganda machine and really Fourth Reich Goebbels algorithm allows it to get through. That's what you're facing. That's what the supercomputer is about. They didn't have to build this. They built it to protect their corporatism, their corruption, and to protect the Democrat mafia. That's what it is. And that's why you need to reject it. Because one thing's for certain. The way in which we have been brought to our knees through lies, through misinformation, and through big pharma, political corruption, is something that's not going to be easy to undo especially if you can't expose the truth and the reality that it is in the policies. This is why they built the supercomputer, not because of virtual playgrounds. It's because of censorship and to protect the new Fourth Reich, also known as the Biden administration. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls, I promise, when I get back. AM560, The Answer. All right, now listen, this show's going to go on after six. I'm expecting you people to stay tuned. Damn it. Listen to a bunch of uh, promoters of Chinese communism, soon to be LeBron James wannabes, run around in their shorts chasing balls. I'd rather have you listen to me. Jim, West Loop. Hey, how you doing today, Sean? Good, Jim. How are you? Good, good. Hey, you know, I was listening to you talking about the meta. They've already got two of those meta facilities built. One's here. In DeKalb, Illinois, it's this ginormous facility, and there's one in outside of, ten, uh, outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And they're just starting them up. They're just getting running them. They're, they're actually called the Meta, Meta Universe Data Centers. And, you know, Jim, there's a, there was a company years and years ago, and I, I got a prospectus on it, and I, I went to a meeting, and it was uh, Digital Realty. Have you heard of this company? And it, 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 no, it, was, it, it rightfully said that data will be the new real estate. It will be the new gold. It will be the new currency. In fact, it was, and, and I'm going back a while ago, and it was, and it is. And in fact, there's a company on Grand Avenue, which is crooked as a Democrat, but on Grand Avenue and 25th. And if you see the size of this thing, it's amazing. And you realize they're capturing every single little bit from your phone. But their greatest gift to them is this Facebook. Because they're, for some reason, people cannot get off of it. And until people do, they are going to rule and they are going to clear the road and protect the corrupt government, specifically the Democrats, that they're already in bed with. Yeah, but I think I think Facebook's even going farther than that. If you look at what they're talking about, this meta universe, and if you kind of look at the movie Ready Player One, where yes. everybody's going to be in this universe, you know what's going to happen? Guess where digital currency is going to come to play Absolutely. you're going to be able to go on that thing and you're going to be able to buy anything you want and digital currency is going to be a whole other investment another world for Did buying you know and that selling polo and, polo and amazon are already on it polo and amazon yep. you can i mean it's you know listen jim i'm for progress and i'm not afraid of computers i think they're the answer to many 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 problems 
But when you combine the corporatism, the bastardization of politics with an entity like Facebook that has had face recognition for a decade that people are, are, are still amazed at, you realize exactly what the future looks like, and it looks a lot like that player one. But moreover, you're going to have policies in a government that sounds a lot, looks alike, and is as corrupt as the Chinese communists or the European and, and the Marxists. Thing is, there's three companies out there vying for the top spot right now. It's Microsoft and Apple's involved in this, too. And they're stealing each other's engineers so yeah. that they can build this infrastructure. I mean, right now, if you're an engineer for those guys, you can double and triple your salary, and they'll steal you. They take is this whole meta universe is big, big, and they all have one, and they all have one promise, and that's to destroy our First Amendment right of free speech. And it all has Absolutely. one purpose, that and one outcome, and that will be to protect the corrupt, the corrupt politician who clears their monopoly and ensures their prosperity. And that's what the Biden administration has practiced since Joe Biden was a lowly scumbag de- uh, senator from Delaware. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate the call. And that's why if you're not in on this scam, give it up. I know it's hard. I know there's a lot of you women out there and men who want to see if the person you dated is happier than your spouse and you. I get it. After all, that's what Facebook is, right? Everybody wants to see if their old prom date got fat. They did. It's Chicago, Illinois. 90% of the people are fat. Just go with it. And get off Facebook and give freedom a real tip of your hat by acknowledging when somebody takes away your First Amendment right, they'll take away all of your rights. Carlos, Chicago. Hey, I was just listening to the last caller. He's right about everything. But you know what? How do we get that many people to cut off everything? We do not, we do not stand together. Uh, they have divided us so much. But, yeah, but, but here we are, Carlos, you and I, who never would have talked if it wasn't for the beauty of terrestrial, the original medium of, right. of social uh, activity. And you and I, we're just two people. Uh-huh. But if we're two people that refuse to give in to the corruption, that's two people they didn't get. And now if we're 200 people in 2000, no, and no, that's how you do it. A... Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, to me, that's how you do it. That's why you got to look at, you know, Carlos, never forget. What overtook Russia was 10% of the population. That's the only ones that were communist. Before you knew it, everybody was wearing gray. We can start small. From the little acorn grows the mighty oak. Freedom will grow once people stand up for it. Stand up for it and get off the damn Facebook. I'll be back after this. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.